2: Good morning. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Wednesday, the 2nd of February. Just months out from the federal election, Prime Minister Scott Morrison is under siege after another major political scandal. An explosive private text message exchange between former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian and a Liberal cabinet minister has been leaked, where the Prime Minister was allegedly described as a fraud, horrible person and complete psycho. In a statement, Gladys Berejiklian says she has no recollection of the messages and reiterated her very strong support for Mr Morrison. The PM had this response when questioned about the text messages at yesterday's National Press Club. Well, I don't know who you're referring to um, or the basis of what you've put to me, Um, but I obviously don't agree with it and I don't think that's my record. The Prime Minister also came under fire during yesterday's Press Club address over the Federal Government's handling of the COVID crisis, the PM admitting he had made mistakes.
1: And it's fair enough that this disappointment leads you to ask, couldn't you have done more? After all, aren't you responsible? I haven't got everything right. And I'll take my fair share of the criticism
0: and the blame.
2: Scott Morrison yesterday outlined his five-point plan for Australia ahead of the federal election, including creating more jobs, keeping taxes low, investing in manufacturing, infrastructure and skills and delivering affordable energy. In other news this morning, tributes are continuing to flow for Australian music industry legend Glenn Wheatley, who's passed away after being hospitalised with COVID. The 74-year-old was best known as a music manager starting in the 1970s with The Little River Band before achieving incredible success with John Farnham and then Delta Goodrum. He famously mortgaged his house to bankroll Farnham's comeback 1980s album, Whispering Jack, which went on to become one of Australia's biggest selling albums of all time. Weekly also served months in jail in 2007 for tax evasion. The parents of a young Sydney woman found dead in a bathtub filled with acid have spoken of their heartbreak and are warning the details of this story are distressing. The 19-year-old was found dead in her North Parramatta home with her husband charged with her murder. Anima's parents have expressed their pain after their daughter's death.
0: My daughter, not come in. Oh everyone hopes she become a big doctor she want to help people
2: that audio from 7 Scorching temperatures and torrential rain have hit major parts of the country. In Queensland, more than 20,000 people have been left without power after wild storms, with a heat wave also sweeping across the state. While in South Australia, record breaking rain continues to spark flooding, prompting this warning from Premier Stephen Marshall.
0: These are dangerous conditions. There is really now no alternative but to say to people you should be avoiding travel uh, to the north of the state unless it is absolutely imperative. At at the moment.
2: Overseas now, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has held crisis talks with Ukraine's President this morning as fears continue over a possible invasion by Russia. Boris Johnson is in Ukraine as some 100,000 Russian troops sit at the border with this message for Russia.
1: There are 200,000 men and women under arms in, in Ukraine. They will put up a very, very fierce and bloody resistance. Parents, mothers in Russia should reflect on that fact and I hope very much that President Putin uh, steps back from uh, the path of of conflict and that we engage in, in dialogue.
2: Mr Johnson is set to travel to Moscow for a highly anticipated meeting with Vladimir Putin. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To Queensland, and more than 140,000 people have now signed a petition for a Brisbane Christian college to abolish a controversial contract for parents. As Melissa Blomley reports from Brisbane, the Education Minister is now promising a quick response to the complaints. That's right, Tash. Last Friday, City Point Christian College said it required parents to sign a contract that states their kids will stick to the gender on their birth certificate and denounce homosexuality the college giving parents a little more than a week to consider the contract or face being excluded from the school. Many have argued that it's using its religious beliefs to openly discriminate against queer and trans students. Education Minister Grace Grace has slammed the move. As a um, parent of a non-binary um, child, it's, it's actually quite distressing to hear that someone like that would be Um, treated the way that school has said it. I'm sorry, Um, look in this day and age to um, see this happening is actually quite unbelievable. She said her department has received numerous complaints about it and it would be looked at by the non-state schools accreditation board which meets tomorrow. In WA, the state is struggling with major food and stock supply shortages as rail services remain cut off from flooding in South Australia. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has this from Perth. Yeah, that's right, Tash. Extra options are being explored to bring food and other supplies to WA. The state government has held emergency discussions with retailers, the transport industry and unions. It comes as a critical rail line in South Australia remains cut off by floodwaters. We're being assured, though, Trucks are still bringing food to the west and there is enough to go around. South Australia SES boss Chris Beatty says damaged tracks could be fixed in just over two weeks.
1: They'll have a better idea towards the end of the week as to whether that 17th of February target is going to be met or indeed if they're progressing well they may be able to bring it forward. But at this stage uh, they're working towards the 17th.
2: Now, for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at at Canstar. Effie, good morning. Now, the RBA met yesterday, and good news for millions of homeowners with the RBA at this stage keeping the cash rate on hold, but that certainly may not be the case for much longer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I guess a bit of sigh of relief from homeowners. But, look, you know, they say... Patience is a virtue and the RBA has certainly got plenty of that. They did put an end to that massive money printing program and that kind of stimulated the economy. But they didn't give any indication around when rates will rise despite actually upgrading the inflation figure. And essentially, the RBA believes inflation, that's the cost of living, that's what we're all feeling, that's why everything's so expensive at the moment, they actually believe that may fall back as the supply-side problems are resolved. And it's actually prepared to wait for wage growth. That's what we're waiting here, just to see if it's going to be consistent with inflation and is that inflation going to sit between that 2 to 3%. Now, unlike in the US where they get wage growth monthly, we don't get that here. It's quarterly. The next numbers are due at the end of this month. And I think that will be the telltale sign there. Now, economists have come out swinging. They're still saying rate hikes will commence in August. Um, we may learn more this week as you know the RBA continues to talk around this. Either which way, home loan rates are moving fast. So if you're a new buyer about to jump in, understand this: over six thousand fixed increase rates have happened already, uh, according to Canstar's data. There. Now the bar- the bar- bargains are certainly in variable rates. They list about 59, uh, 59 loans are still below that two percent mark.
2: And if your new report shows the staggering cost of a free education as millions of students head back to the classroom.
0: Yeah, look, there's definitely no such thing as a free lunch. And as most mums and dads around Australia saw their kids off to school this week, it was a timely reminder of just how much is this free education costing me? Now, the total estimated cost of a child starting school today over their 13-year period is around $84,000. Now that's according to Futurity Investment Group. And this figure is up about $2,000 from last year. If you choose to go down the private school route, it can cost you up to four times that amount, almost $350,000. And that's up about $8,500 from the previous year. When you look at capital cities, well, Sydney comes in at number one, the most expensive city in which to educate your child. Going public, it's about $92,000. Private, it's just short of half a million dollars. Great tips as always. Thank you, Effie. Thanks.
2: Time so for Sport now with Hamish Finlay. Hamish, good morning. The Socceroos World Cup hopes have suffered a major blow overnight.
1: Yes. Hello, Tash. Well, we had a two all draw with Oman in Muscat this morning, a match we were expected to win. We led twice, but the home side bounced back. Well, that means Australia must now beat Japan in their next match if they're to qualify. Thankfully, that match is at home in Sydney next month, but Japan will be tough. We then need to knock off Saudi Arabia. Coach Graham Arnold has told 10, thankfully, the goal difference is on our side. At the end of the day, everything is still in our own hands. We have to win in both games and uh, you know with beating Japan and beating Saudi Arabia away our goal difference is is like an extra point you know as I just said to the boys they've got to get themselves ready go back to their clubs and uh, work hard and and come back in a great fashion so yeah very disappointing night for our Socceroos unfortunately that Japan match is on March the 24th by the way
2: And can you believe, Hamish, the Winter Olympics opening ceremony is on this Friday, but competition has already started. Well, starts tonight.
1: That's right. It's a bit of a cool runnings story here, Tash. (laughs) Australia will have its first ever curling team. The mixed pairs duo of Tali Gill and Dean Hewitts hit the ice tonight against the world's best on the grandest stage. They almost didn't make it after Tali tested positive to COVID a few weeks ago. Well, curling, uh, not a sport many of us probably know about. In fact, Australia doesn't even have a single dedicated curling facility. I guess we'll learn a whole lot more about it tonight.
2: We certainly will. And also finally, it's the worst kept secret, wouldn't you say, in the sporting world at the moment. NFL great Tom Brady has made a call on his future.
1: Yeah, the news broke it before he did. The legendary quarterbacks ended rumours confirming he is retiring from the sport. Arguably the greatest of all time, Brady has had an illustrious career spanning 22 years and winning seven Super Bowls more than anyone else. He's posted on Instagram saying he just doesn't have the competitive commitment anymore and it is time to Focus on other things.
2: Yeah, extraordinary career. We love Tom. Thanks so much, Hamish.
1: My pleasure, Taj.
2: And what can only be described as a classic Aussie honour, tennis superstar Ash Barty now has a little kangaroo, Joey, named after her. Keepers at the Australian Reptile Park north of Sydney were looking for a name for the little bundle of joy and when they saw the baby kangaroo jumping around on camera with bounds of energy, much like our tennis number one, they thought Ash was the perfect new name. The Barty Party continues. We love it. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. And we look forward to seeing you bright and early tomorrow.
0: It's not.